Hi guys. I know you've been worried about me. Um, I've been worried about me, but I'm back. I'm back. This is Crystal with We Are Magic. And today we are going to discuss stress, overwhelm, and sickness. Let's talk about it. I've had a lot of people check in on me. I appreciate you. I've been sick. And I had a cool thing that happened. I was, again, I was sick. Very, I was not okay. And my son and I, we ordered, we ordered out. So I was waiting on Grubhub to show up. And I saw the elevator coming up. I thought, oh, maybe this is Grubhub. Maybe he got in the building. Because sometimes we miss each other. Because I like to meet them out front. You know, I don't want them to have to top their bike or anything. I want to be there for them. And um, two beautiful ladies, an older lady and another lady um, come out, mother and daughter. And they look at me and they go, hello, hello, how are you? And, you know, I don't feel well at all. But when someone is so pleasant to me, I got to return it. I got to return the favor. So let me turn down this gain because it is up. As I am about to get on the elevator, the younger lady, she looks at me, she says, I know you. And I'm like, how do you know me? And she says, I watch you on YouTube. And I was shook off because I live in New York City. Huge. Millions of people. It's crazy. Never in a million years that I think I would run into someone in New York who knew who I was. And I get stared at on the subway, but I think it's because I'm 5'10 and I'm so tall and they're just trying to like understand like, why is this Nephilim on the subway? But I know there's taller women than me. I'm It's a joke because I've been made fun of my whole life. But anyway, um, but they'll stare at me like this, but they won't say anything. <laughs> so I'm just thinking, oh, just staring at me because I probably, you know, I look strange to them. But I never thought it was people looking at me like, is that Crystal? So she tells me she knows who I am and we screamed and hugged and I felt like I said the universe brought you for a reason. And the reason why I said that was because sometimes if you're a content creator, an influencer, you're just putting yourself out here. Sometimes you feel like you're not reaching anyone and then you get back into your human ego and you're like, am I even helping anyone? Is this a waste of time? Like, is this cringe? Like, seriously, these are the thoughts that will come into your head. Don't come for me, woo people saying you need to raise your vibration. You need to stop being a Pharisee because I left religion a long time ago. I don't need you coming over here judging me. But anyway, so when she said that and she's like, I know you and Crystal, you've helped me out so much and You've made me feel like I'm not alone and I'm not crazy. And because, you know, when you go through this spiritual awakening experience, a lot of times people look at you like you're crazy because what we do is we start getting downloads or uploads. It could be down or up. It doesn't matter. And you can get wisdom from Gaia and from source and your higher self and your ancestors and your spirit guides. You just get them all kinds of ways. We're literally little computers walking around like you're worried about AI. You are AI technically because your higher self runs the show <laughs> we're just out here so anyway 
getting all this ancient downloads and your Akashic records from you living as your higher self, you living past your higher self, you being source creator, you start getting these ancient little downloads in you and you're like, this goes against everything the matrix is telling me this goes against everything religion is telling me this goes against everything this light worker book or this youtube or this or crystal or because everyone has their own truth and wisdom so when you wake up as i call it when you are neo and you find out the matrix is just an illusion that they're using our energy to keep it fueled and going as long as we're mad at each other as long as as long as we're divided and against each other and it's political parties and my God can kick your God's ass and you're going to go. I mean, as long as we're doing that, oh, yet they're winning. We are the sheep. Like, oh, you're proud to be a sheep, huh? Oh, yeah, I used to be too. Sheep are being led to the slaughter, though. So you can get recycled back into the matrix and just go through this stuff all over again because as source, this is going to blow you light workers up. Source is in control of all of it. Source controls the multiverse. We are just aspects of source. So the person that you hate that runs the matrix, they're also source. I know we want to say, no, they're the reptilians. Reptilians are source too. Oh no, they're the Orions. Those are source too. You want to talk crap about, you know, the Anunnaki. You want to talk crap about the greys. You want to talk. It's all source. You keep limiting source to the God of the Bible where it's just earth and that's it. And that's just not true. God of the Bible is also an aspect of source. All the gods are aspects of source. We are energies. When crystal, I came as crystal this time. When I transition into another realm, either I go back to the void to source or I just go somewhere else. The energy of crystal now, all the wisdom all of the lessons I've learned in this lifetime stay in within my soul. It's a, it's an experience. It's a learning experience. So all the things I learned from my higher self, from my ancestors, from my guides, tapping into the Akashic records, as they call it, or your subconscious mind, where all of the experience and knowledge and wisdom that you've learned in all your incarnations. I talked this about one of my birth stars last night with this. Um, shout out to Raymond. Anyway, it's it's there. We just got to wake up. We got to remember because we purposely come here with amnesia. But that's why little kids are just so sharp and they know things about their past lives because they haven't had the matrix just start programming them yet. They're fresh, fresh from source, fresh from their higher self, fresh from their past life. That's why they come in so sharp. And then once the matrix gets them, we're just here to feed the machine. Yeah. So back to my new friend, Hazel. So Hazel and I are screaming and jumping up and down. And, you know, she's excited to meet me. I'm excited. I knew somebody knew me. So I just loved on her. And she tells me how she appreciates me. And I told her, I said, the universe sent you because I really feel like I'm just wasting my time and I haven't been feeling well. And when I don't feel well, I just can't. And she's like, yeah, you have been through it. I mean, she follows me. She knows about my Crohn's journey and all the crap I've been through. She knows. <laughs> it's crazy. If you're a new follower, <clears throat> I got tons of information from the old videos and the old podcast. You can get on my YouTube. We are magic with a K at the end. It's we are magic, magic, the old magic, 
not the rabbit in the hat magic. You know, it's ancient magic, ancestral magic. Go back. You'll see when I first became awakened, I was still worshiping y'all. Like I was still religious. It's crazy. Um, And it took a while to break from that. So when I broke from that, I had people look at me like I was crazy. Like I was, you know, off the rocker. It's so cute how religious people are literally in a cult, a worldwide one. And I'm the crazy one because I say source is all. But everybody wants their ego wants we're the chosen ones. We're the this that's ego. We're all source. Source may have came here and chosen to be one of the villains, as you see it. Source may have came as a tree. Source may have came as a dung beetle. Like it's still source. That's how we got to see it. So, you know, I don't want to go out here and have any enemies because everything is me pushed out, a reflection of me. But if someone comes for me, knowing who I am, I'm like, oh, Source is choosing to be an adversary with this avatar. So it's how we go from there. You know how I do. I go from story to jumping into teaching. Okay. Well, anyway, we exchange numbers, Hazel and I. And shout out, Hazel. Thank you. Thank you. Like I told her, the universe sent her because I was not okay. I have not been okay for a month. It's always, it always starts in May. And so June has just been a train wreck. I mean, and I'm not unhappy, but I have battles. Like, okay, since 2021, I've been having breakouts on my face. And I thought it was adult acne. I thought it was hormones. I thought it was, but now we're in 2023. Like this should not be happening. Now I knew every time I had an age jump or something, you know, I got older. It'd be like three months of this weird adult acne thing coming on and they say it's hormones and I'm like okay it must be hormones and then I'm like 47 now okay I'll be 48 in October and people's like oh you're just going through the change well I had a hysterectomy in my 20s so I've been going through the change like I have one ovary yeah TMI right well this is who I am I want to tell you so it can't be that but I had so many people say, oh, it's your hormones. Oh, it's your hormones. So I'm like, okay, it's my hormones. So I started getting collagen. I started doing all these hormonal things and stuff. It wasn't working. It was not working. So then I started getting eczema because I started getting eczema after I had my ileostomy. Never had eczema before, but I would get it like in weird places like my arms, my legs. It was just weird things. So then I started getting eczema on my neck. And then the eczema moved up to the back of my ears. And I like to put my hair up. But that's gross. We see flaky skin. Just It just looks like a rash or something. It's so gross. And I was like, what in the world is going? And guess what happened? It moved to my eyelids. And then it started attacking like right here, my chin. And then it turned into a painful rash. And then with a rash on top of these horrible, painful pimple things, this right here was a boil. Like there was nothing. It was crazy. Like I did everything, the warm compresses. I was like, why is this happening to my fucking face? It's bad enough. This is where the human comes out. All right. I already have an ileostomy. 
I don't have a rectum. I don't have a colon. I have a tiny bit of small intestines left. I already feel like Job coming straight into earth because Saturn squared me. And it's like now this, like when is this going to, my belly is scarred to hell. Like it is so bad. And I'm grateful to be alive because all of this stuff, I'm still here. I shouldn't be, but I'm still here. But when I started attacking my face, I was like, what is going on? So I called a doctor here. We did a little video conference. And I told her, I said, yeah, I think I have hormone problems. Is this adult acne? And she's like, well, explain to me what happens. I said, well, I have rashes here, a rash here. I said, eczema is breaking out on my face really, really bad. I said, now I'm picking up my face. I said, and then I get these pimples, these very painful pimples that don't even want to come to a head. I said, and when they finally clear up, they flake like my skin flakes off. She looked at me and she was like, that's not hormonal. And she's like, I feel like that's Crohn's. You need to go get a gastroenterologist. I will send you to a specialist because at this time I hadn't gotten. I know it's so effed up. I'm the worst patient on the planet. This is why I'm always telling you take care of your health because I'm going to tell you right now, I'm that person that does not, I will ignore, ignore, ignore until the grim reaper is knocking on the door going, you, you coming or going, what are we doing? I'll be like, Oh fuck. I'll go to the hospital. And it's horrible. I've had doctors tell me, and I told y'all this old listeners. I told the listeners from the crew, the mystics, um, how I've walked in to the emergency room with, depleted potassium magnesium and sodium so depleted that the nurse walked in there and was like you know you're not supposed to be alive right <laughs> doctors are like do you know how bad you are like your heart stops it's supposed to stop and instead of saying oh it's just my higher self literally just running the body I just be like oh it's, I'm an x-man that's why and we all laugh because I can't explain to a bunch of people professionals that my higher self embodies me and I'm a walking miracle because of it, that I am in tune with the most high source and that they have complete control over me. So yeah, walking dead literally over here, <laughs> but I'm blessed. I'm blessed. What do you, what can I say? I can't say I'm spoiled, but I am so favored and looked out for. And by me not taking care of my health and staying alive proves how much my people look out for me and how strong I really am. But I don't take care of myself. So I go to the gastroenterologist. They take a lot of blood. He checks me out. And when they call me, he said, I'm really surprised that your vitamin levels are up because, you know, for ileostomy, you lack that. I normally lack potassium and magnesium and all this stuff. He said, they look good. Your iron looks good. I was like, well, I've been doubling up on my supplements. So he said, well, it's working. Whatever you're doing, it's working. He said, but... Your creatinine levels are pretty high. My B12 was high. There was something that showed infection or inf something inflamed. He said, that's obviously your Crohn's. He said, I'm concerned about your kidneys now. Have you ever had problems with kidney stones or kidney disease? And I went, oh my God, I forgot. I told him every surgery I had, but I did not tell him that in January 2014, we had a water crisis in West Virginia. Around the same time, and it's so funny, they said I couldn't do anything about this because I had no proof. And I had doctors saying, oh, that's not the reason why this is happening. 
But at the exact same time as our water was contaminated, I had this fluid cyst that was building up on my left ovary. It's never happened before. And it was expanding and getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And it crushed my bladder to where I couldn't use the bathroom. I thought I had a urinary tract infection. Again, I don't, I'm not a good patient. I thought maybe it was kidney stone, something blocked it up. So what did I do? I just started drinking beer and doing all the things. I couldn't use the bathroom. Went to the emergency room through the ultrasound. They're like, oh, your bladder's really full. That's crazy. She said she would put a catheter. She would place a catheter in me so we could drain my bladder. She thought the same thing, that maybe it was some type of thing stuck in my urinary tract, like a stone, and, you know, putting a catheter in will fix it. Well, guess what happened? (laughs) Nothing. And she was like, this is not your bladder I'm looking at. And then they called the doctor in, and they were like, this is a cyst crushing your bladder. So that feeling of having to pee was my kidneys wanting to expel all the beer and all the water, all the things that I was trying to force out. And they said, okay, well, we need to get some specialists in here. So they get the specialists in there and they're like, we need to hurry up and put some stents in her kidneys so we can prevent renal failure. As I'm sitting in a, you know, getting ready to I'm in the op room, you know, they're getting me ready. And the anesthesiologist comes in. I'm like, hello, hello, Crystal. How are you doing? What are you doing here? I was like, oh, I need to have some stents put in so, you know, they can um, prevent renal failure. And then the nurse walks over to the anesthesiologist and looks at her and says, she is in renal failure. And I was like, that's just a horrible thing to hear. So they were like, okay, well, let's see if we can, you know, stop this. So they put the stents in. Double, you know, both kidneys. And I started using the bathroom, but it's so painful. I heard it's not supposed to be painful when you have stents, but it was painful for me. So I'm thinking I was passing stones and stuff then. Well, they did another MRI, whatever the hell they are. They did another imaging thing of my body. And they found that one kidney was riddled with stones. The other one had stones and one so big that it was not going to pass. And they would have to blast it. But they didn't do it. They didn't do it. So then um, I had to wait for a doctor because all the cancer specialists wouldn't touch me. And they said, oh, well, if it's cancer, it's just. So they were just going to let it sit there and it just kept expanding, expanding. Another doctor came through and was like, oh, this is a fluid cyst. This is normal. You know, it's just crazy. All these, they have a cancer center being built right across the street, but they couldn't figure out what the fuck this was. So. Uh, it is what it is. Well, anyway, this regular doctor comes in. I'll drain it. I'm not scared. She don't have cancer. So he drains it. And I just feel immediate relief. <laughs> it was amazing. And I completely forgot about that. It was so traumatic that I don't even want to talk about it. Well, I go see a kidney specialist. And, you know, they finally removed the stents after I got married and everything. And having the stents were so, it was just so bad. It was really bad. When the stents came out, I was like free at last, free at last. And, you know, they never scheduled me to get my stones blasted or anything. Like, it was just, it's just ridiculous. And if I was any type of grown up, I would have 
ask questions, but I was just so traumatized by those stints. I was like, I don't want to ever deal with this shit again. So let's fast forward. I'm getting this breakout on my face. So I look up ketoacidosis because I was, my body, my blood was showing that I was very acidic, like very, very acidic. And, you know, I drink lemon water and all that stuff. It just wasn't working. So when I looked it up, they said, when you are highly acidic, your body will manifest in one or few ways, eczema, rashes, and breakouts. So my body had to do this to get my damn attention because I did not feel, even my doctor's like, you should feel your kidneys hurting. Do your kidneys hurt? I mean, it hurt now, but I was like, no, and that's not true. I have sharp pains every now and then, but I'm thinking it's like my back hurting. I never thought it was kidneys. Or maybe I didn't want to know. You know, I like to ignore, ignore, ignore. I'm like, <laughs> ignore it. It'll go away. It doesn't. Don't listen to me. But my sister, who's in the medical field, she said, Crystal, you have so much pain with Crohn's and your ileostomy that your brain is not even registering any else, anything wrong with your body. And she's telling the truth because when I had to have a hysterectomy, I had a dermoid cyst in my uterus and my doctor said, you should be in pain. I was like, well, I'm in pain. I'm always in pain, but it's Crohn's. So it's like my brain can only take, but so much. So my brain has to do things like, well, let's get her attention with this. She's not checking in on anything. So one day, one morning sitting here, after listening to my sister, I became present. I closed my eyes and I was like, I don't want to focus on Crohn's. I'm literally talking to my body and my brain as a separate individual. I'm like, I don't want to focus on Crohn's. As of right now, I don't have Crohn's. Show me what's wrong with me. Show me where I need help right now. And boom, my lower back started shooting in pain. You're like, it can't be that simple. Yeah, your brain's a computer. Just talk to it. It will literally tell you what's going on. And you can also tell your brain, you know, I want to tap into the Akashic Records. I want to tap into the ancient wisdom of my soul. And, you know, you keep doing that. And your subconscious mind has to give you what you want. Yeah. So I felt the pain in my kidneys. And I was like, oh, my God. So, yes, my body had to make me aware because I didn't feel the pain. I was too focused on this. This is why they tell you to stay present. But my body had to go, we got to get her attention. Let's attack her face. And unfortunately, they attacked my face since 2021. And I just was not getting it. So I stopped drinking tap water. Because apparently if the water is too alkaline or too, tap water is crazy. It's gross. It's disgusting. But you know, tap water here, I hate to say it, New York is better than West Virginia. It tastes better. It's crazy. And, you know, I looked on um, the top states who had the best water. New York was right above West Virginia. West Virginia's 49. New York, as a state, came in 48th. And I'm like, bruh, what am I doing to myself? So, yeah, my son started getting me spring water. My kids spoil me. They take care of mom. And I stopped drinking lemon water. Because he feels I have a citric acid allergy. So is my sister. Because she saw me break out in front of her right after I had blood orange. So 
your body, and I've never had that before, but again, your body, when it's fighting a lot of things, I think allergies will manifest. So I start drinking spring water instead of tap water. And oh my God. Oh yeah. And I started ingesting apple cider vinegar with my water, like some warm water and some apple cider vinegar to help dissolve the kidney stones. And yeah, I start feeling better. The breakouts started clearing up. I'm flaky right now, um, but I can show up on camera to you. And I know I want to be authentic and real with you guys. So Kevin was like, you should show up on camera, show them what you're going through, show them the breakouts on your face and stuff. But when you have, and I told you I've struggled with my appearance, I've struggled with insecurities from being bullied and called ugly and bugged, you know, growing up, like I said, Saturn <laughs> squared my son when I was born. So, you know, people who have Saturn squaring up to you from birth, you know, you had a hard life. It wasn't easy for us. It just wasn't. You don't believe it. If you had a fucked up life from beginning to now, look at your birth chart. You'll be like, holy shit, Crystal is not joking. Yeah, you'll see all the planets squaring and opposing and stuff. And before you become a victim, just know your higher self chose that. And your higher self is who? You. Not someone outside of you. Not someone to worship. It's you. It's one of your many soul incarnations that you chose to come with you and be your wisdom this time. So yeah, I get pissed at myself. I can't be mad at nobody but myself. I'm like, what sadistic motherfucker? Oh, me. I did this. I came in like checking all the boxes. Just tell them I want all the smoke. I want all the pro. It's gross. Someone smacked off. Any of my soul family, no matter what avatar you show up as, if we are together in the astral, smack the fuck out. No, don't smack me because I'll hurt you. But just make sure I don't do anything stupid next time. So, yeah. All that to say this. I could not show up on camera. I could have done a podcast audio only, but then I felt like I wasn't being authentic because I'm hiding from you all because this is hard for me. I told you this is hard speaking in front of camera and just pouring my life out here. Like it's difficult and I have to do it. I have to show up and be real. So you guys don't think I'm some mystical woo woo fairy creature that I'm just, I'm, I'm perfect. I am the light. I am no. That's why I tell everybody all the time. We're all source having a human experience. So again, if you came down here to be a troll, a non-playable character controlled by the matrix and the programming, or just to attack people, that's just who you are. And that's all you'll be. But if you came down here with a mission to grow, to learn, to awaken, to expand, to share, like I really feel after this little bout, and I have a kidney specialist, guys. I have a, an appointment in July. I have a gastroenterologist. I have a regular doctor now, and now I got to get a woman doctor for all my woman parts. I mean, I just need a doctor to do it all. But, you know, that's not how capitalism works. So anyway, I'm going to start taking better care of myself. It's hard for me to show up in front of the camera when I don't feel well and when I'm depressed and when I'm upset. So I feel like now that the cloud has lifted, oh, I went through this so I can talk about it. It's that shit that my soul signed up for. It's weird. Like, let me go through the worst thing and then tell people about it and how I came out. So here we are. Anytime I'm stressed, 
anytime I get upset, it triggers all of my issues, AKA Crohn's. Now I have kidney problems. So depending on what the kidney specialist says, you know, we'll take it from there, but I am prepared. You know, if I have to wear stents again, I'm just going to stay low this summer. I'm not going to travel. I'm not going to do stuff. If I have a, you know, if I just got to get them blasted and, you know, pass them, it's on like popcorn. I'm going to the beach. I'm hanging out in Coney. I'm getting my tan on. Like I got a little something, something. It's, it's, oh, it's the farmer's tan, but we'll get there. And I was in Coney Island um, for Juneteenth. And um, I had a great time. It was hot. I met a lot of people there. I swear Coney Island, that's that's home right there. Like that's, I love it there. Like, oh, I love the people. It's just, it's a vibe. So I just feel like I'm home when I'm there. It's hard to explain. But yeah, loveys, that's what's going on with me. When I'm sick, I go back into my little human mode. My poor, and I, I told my best friend this. Cause I start crying because what happens is when I get sick or I get a diagnosis of, Oh, it's chronic or terminal or anything like that. First I go into, I'm a bad bitch, you know, and I, I've been through worse and I'll, I'll just, I'll overcome this. And you know, if it's not meant for me to be here, I'll move on. I mean, I can't fear death, not with what I've dealt with. I can't. The only thing I fear is that my baby's being upset. My friends and my mom and, my loved ones and my niecey poo and all them. Like, I, I don't want to see my people in pain, but as for me, I don't No, I don't fear at all. You know, I may set the intention that when I go to sleep, I wake up in the exact same reality because we have realities all over the place. So I, I just, or I'm, I'm, or I'm back in source with all the wisdom that I've gained. You know, maybe crystal is my final one. I don't know. You know, this aspect, you know, this little energy cord you know but I don't know I won't know until I get home so you know but I don't fear death I don't want my babies to suffer or be in pain or cry and I feel like this little experience just made me realize that I'm here still learning. I have not arrived. And I told my best friend, you know, I go through the stages of I'm a bad bitch. I'll get through it. Or I have this thing where I've learned because I used to hold everything in as a child. And I think that doesn't help your sacral or solar plexus by holding everything in and not dealing with it or working through the pain. Ignore, ignore, ignore like I used to. You know, now... If I feel an emotion, I'm going to let it out. I don't care if I cry in front of you. I don't. It's energy in motion. It's got to flow. I'm not going to hold it back. So you air signs that make fun of emotional people. Well, you're emotional too. You have energy flowing through you too. You just put on a front like you don't have emotions, but you do. So do you earth signs. Like I know plenty of earth signs and it's cute. Shout out to Inanna. My friend Patrice, <laughs> she's emotional too. She's adorable. She says she don't have them. She has them. And um, it's just adorable. Fire signs and water signs, we have passion and emotion and energy. And it's just who we are. And I told her, and my, you know, my friend is a Leo, my best friend, Dawn. Hey, homie. I start crying because her and I have that relationship 
where we know about energy vampires and people who are negative and pull from you and like, oh, I feel so much better when I'm around you. And they bounce and you're left like this. So, yeah, we both are very spiritual. We're very aware. So we try not to leech off of each other. But this day, because she can talk to me and tell me anything. You know, and I can do anything. And she thinks I am a saint no matter what. I can do the meanest thing. She's like, well, what do they do? So, yeah, that's how she is. She's just Team Crystal all the time. And um, I just vented to my best friend as a human and as a goddess. I was just like, am I supposed to leave? Like, it, you get like this. Well, if I could possibly have kidney disease, like, this is a possibility now. No, I'm not claiming it, but I'm telling you, this is what I go through. So I was crying and I was like, you know, am I fighting a losing battle? What the fuck am I doing? I said, I'm going to tell you right now, if they say I need dialysis, I'll tell you right now, I'm not going to do it. I'm just not suffering anymore. I said, I've seen people in dialysis. It's just, I'm not doing it. You know, and I've already told my family, if it's a prognosis is just, I said, take me to hospice and let me be comfortable. That's all, that's my death wish. Just let me go to sleep. <laughs> Let them do their little cocktail and I, and I wake up somewhere else. But yeah, I don't want to suffer. I have suffered. And I told her, so this is the thing. I have suffered my entire fucking life. I was like, this is the time where I should be okay. And now this. So yeah, it was just me venting. I just saw something. It was me venting to her. And she started crying. You can't give up. I was like, I'm not giving up, Dawn. I'm venting. I'm venting, honey. I said, this is just me. I play so strong in front of them. I'm so strong. I'm such an inspiration because I know if they see me weak, they panic. And they're like, oh, she's giving up. She's giving up. No, it's not true. I have to release this shit. You know, all of the programming and all of the trauma and all of the pain. If I hold it in, it'll kill me. So I vented and I went off. And I normally don't do that with her. I try to do it by myself. But you need friends. You need support. I have my ancestors and my spirit guides. They constantly rah, rah, rah me. And I love them so much. When I'm feeling sorry for myself, they let me do it. But I start getting little hints. Like, okay, you've been in the void long enough. Have you rested up? Are you good? You, you still want to be a human? You still want to <laughs> sorry for yourself. I mean, they're me, so I can only imagine how much you're holding back. But there's nothing like just t saying how you feel. This is why it's good to go to therapy. Just get it out. If you don't want to upset your family, if you don't want them to worry, but you need to release and you don't want to push off your negativity on your loved ones, go talk to a professional to know shit about you and all they want is your money and just get it out. Oh my God, it's crazy. And they're professional. They went to school for this. You know, they got years of experience of counseling and seeing things from a mind point of view and not emotional, you know? So yeah, that's why I'm all for therapy. Like go for it. That's why I haven't opened up to life coaching yet because I want to be that rock for my clients and for my mystics. I want to be that because I'm emotional. I'm an empath. So I have a tendency to suck in your pain. I will suck in what's wrong for you. And you will walk away feeling like an amazing super person. And I will be left with. So yeah, this is me learning to transmute. And I really feel that this experience happened to me to help someone else. Everything I talk about is the things that I go through. Um, 
good, bad, or indifferent. And when I share my experiences with you, I'm explaining to you how I get through it. And, you know, it's more than calling in the light. Like we are grounded here in earth. Yes, you use the spiritual with the physical and the practical and the mystical. It's alchemy. It's the way this stuff works, you know. But sometimes you become so human, like you get stuck in the human, which is where I've been for a month to where I'm not doing spiritual practices. I'm not doing my affirmations. I'm not calling in any manifestation. I'm just existing. I'm working at my new job and just sleeping. And I know it's because this is how I get depressed. Like this is also an aspect of overwhelm and depression. And I'm overwhelmed with everything. I am a planner. I function better on routines. I have known this my entire life, but there's something in the planetary shift, especially with the pattern when they're saying you're going to release 19 years of this character that you built. And I know exactly what the character is. It is people pleasing and trying to be what people want me to be. For them instead of not knowing who I am I have to go back to that crystal and that is hard like if you wasn't my perfect little circle and a lot of times I was a quiet one in that group and I know it's hard to believe that I was a shy quiet one on my group but I was like I didn't talk to everybody I wouldn't talk to you at all if I didn't know you I'd just be like so 19 and 1 built this who you see is standing here now. So now the pattern is telling me, oh, well, it's time to get rid of that boo. And I'm like, I gotta go back to that. But that crystal, when I look back, I hated myself then, but I was a beautiful soul. I was, that's when my, my first ex-husband, Big Kevin, he said, oh, that was my innocent country girl. My country girl, my innocent girl from West Virginia. You know, I blame part of him. This is him. This is him too. He made this tough person bring, taking me to Baltimore, making me experience, you know, two and all that. <laughs> Shout out to my Baltimore people. <laughs> but yeah, um, it made me who I am today. And all the experiences and all the failed relationships. Um, I'll tell you right now, another thing of me is the patriarchy programming, the religious programming. I have been very religious my entire life. I'm Proverbs 31 woman, that's who I aspire to be. I wanted to be that for my family, for my husband, my partner, whatever, for the world, that's who I wanted to be. And I truly embody that. It's hard to be this soft, feminine thing that patriarchy wants us to be. You're a goddess, you know, the goddesses had consorts, the goddesses are asset. Let me say her real name. Um, Neftis, um, Sekhmet, um, Durga, Pavarti, Kalima. I mean, these are goddesses, you know, Anat, Asherah, um, Inanna, you know, Aphrodite. Come on now. That we were just, hello, I am soft and feminine. I mean, we destroy too. So embody who you are all. You know, you're, the, you're divine masculine and you're divine feminine. Become source. Become all the energies. That's what you want to be. But you don't want to be out of balance. I have been out of balance to where 
most of my life. When I first came into the planet, I was feminine. I could tell by the pictures how I was. But my dad always reminded me how he wanted a boy. So from five to 20, I was trying to prove to my dad that I was the best son he never had. You know, I wanted to, you know, play with GI Joes and um, Transformers. I had baby dolls and stuff like that. But most of the time I was on my bicycle, I was playing with boys. Like I grew up around boys, very tomboyish. Okay. I still am. It's very hyper. My masculine energy is very hyper present in my personality. Okay. Um, that's why guys are comfortable around me and they, they'll tell me how they do women and how they treat women. They won't tell you. They're like, Oh, I'm good to them. I'm this, I'm that. But to me, I make the realness come out of people, male and female, masculine and feminine. I will make it come out of you because I want you to be authentic. I want you to feel comfortable around me. Right. But I need to go back to the feminine. I need to embrace the real feminine and not this matrixy shit out here that like a feminine is gentle and kind the universe is feminine the womb the void like i said there's goddesses there's stories of goddesses destroying universes that's why they make us the devil and the villain so you got to embrace the chaos in you there's nothing wrong with it you got to embrace you are a goddess you're a creator and a destroyer that's your power. You are the medicine woman. You are the nurturer. But you're also the destroyer. You're both. Yes. Yes, you are. Yeah. We're all. And I think that's my mission on this planet. Is to let patriarchy know that your time is up. It used to be the matriarchy. This is a man versus woman. This is not it. Um, you've had your reign. You removed the goddess from all religions. Father, son, and the Holy Ghost. They made the Holy Ghost a male entity. Isn't that crazy? A masculine. He, he, he. But the Holy Ghost is wisdom. And wisdom in your Bible is referred to as a she. Asherah, the queen of heaven, is mentioned in the Bible. Yeah. Existed before the God of the Bible. Because people were still offering bread to Asherah, the queen of heaven, and cakes. Because we like sweets. I know, there I go. I know, let's get back to it. This may not even stay in the podcast. <laughs> we'll do what spirit says. Anyway, but yes, I was not embodying both. I was embodying more masculine energy. The go-getter, the action-oriented, not receiving Never receiving. I'm always giving, 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 giving. Don't receive a fucking thing. You know, I've always, even if my partner made more money than me, I was still the provider, if that makes sense. I was still paying the bills. I was still paying the rent or I was paying um, their health insurance or, you know, with my last one, I made more money than him. So I covered him on my insurance, my health insurance, my dental insurance. I covered him. He, all he had to do was pay the mortgage, but I was still buying groceries and taking care of the animals and stuff and paying all the bills and stuff like that. 
and building fences around the house and, you know, just doing very, what they say is supposed to be masculine. I've always done that. So yes, I want a partner whenever I want one that I'm calling in. Um, I want them to have the same drive as me, the same passion as me. I know it's not going to be perfect and people are quirky and, you know, relationships are perfect. I know that. I know that I've, I'm 47 and I've been in very, you know, long-term relationships most of my life. This is the first in my life I've been single and alone and abstinent and just focusing on myself, but I've been in relationships. I know that they're not perfect and it's hardly ever 50, 50. I don't care what they say, but I need someone that I don't have to worry about taking care of them and they don't have to worry about taking care of me that we just come together as partners and lovers and best friends yeah I want them to pull up with their own health insurance their own dental plan I want them to pull up with their own credit score their own bank account not two broken individuals trying to fix one another focus on loving yourself Everything I'm telling you is the shit I didn't do for myself that got me in the situation that I was in. And it was always listening to other people and listening to what I'm supposed to do and how I'm supposed to act and what that's 19 years of bullshit. And I did it. I did all the things. I checked all the boxes. I was submissive. You know, I didn't, I, I was his peace. I was all these things to these men and I was left broken. I was left alone. Now, do they regret it? Of course they do. Of course they regret it. You know, the grass is never fucking greener. When you find a real one that sees the divine in you and the potential in you, but you can't see it in them. Of course you regret it. (laughs) You're going to regret it no matter what sex you are. Like, wow, I had someone that would love me when I'm impotent and old and decrepit and I have nothing to give sexually, but that person would have loved me for everything I am, would remain my best friend. And they threw it away to chase, to, you know, because they're cute and they think they can get whoever they want. And then, you know, you got what you got. And you're like, well, Crystal, you're alone too. I choose to be. Because again, like I said, I've been in horrible relationships. So I've never, when I had a divorce, I, you know, got divorced. I didn't crave a relationship. I didn't want to jump back in it. I had friends who broke up after me and my ex-husband did. And they're already remarried. It's crazy. And I was jealous. I thought, well, maybe I'm doing this wrong. See, that's that programming shit. That I have to be married. That I, if it's in, even in spirituality, you got to find your twin flame crystal because that's what we're here to do. No, we're the fuck we're not. That's religious programming. It's trickled down. You know, you are source. Call in your soulmate if you're ready. I'm not ready. I'm not ready because I'm building a platform here, and relationships take work. They do. And if I'm working a full-time job and this is my part-time thing that I'm doing horrible at right now, but I have no choice but to move on and do better. I have sons. I have the health issues. I mean, how can I fit a person in that? 
I can't fit anything in outside of what I'm dealing with right now until I get all this situated, until I get the health issues situated, until I have my routine set up to where a man has to respect that about me. Like I'm recording from this day to this day to this day. Some days I'm going to be doing podcasts. Some days I'm going to be doing interviews. Yeah, I'm going to start interviewing people. They got to respect that. All my life and all these relationships in these 19 years, I've been controlled. So like I left a very controlling, abusive father in real life, my dad. And then I went to another dad and then to another dad and to another dad. And all these men talked down to me. All, all these men talked to me like I was a fucking child or worse than that. I was an idiot or, you know, a stray dog. I mean, that's how they treated me. Not all the time, but you know, they did when they did it. They did it. It doesn't matter. You know, if it wasn't all the time. It's the, and all it taught me was like, well, I don't treat people this way. I don't want to treat people this way. This is not how you treat people. And then you get hit with the, you'll never find someone to love you the way I did. I don't want your fucking, I don't want it. This is love. I don't want it. I'll stay in the Hecate Crohn's phase. I'll stay in the Cali phase, you know, where she ran from Shiva. I'll stay from, I'll stay here. Because here, as Cali was in the cemetery, she wasn't getting played. She wasn't getting cheated on by Shiva. You know, she was in her true goddess form. I know that's crazy to believe, but that's who she became. You know, Kali Ma is terrifying, but she's also nurturing and loving and protective. So yeah, that's who I came to be. So when a Shiva avatar recognizes me, they're like, be Shakti, be Shakti. I need you to be Shakti. I need you to be Pravarti. At least be Durga, but don't be Kali. It's sad. You know, because I was, I was that I was Pavardi most of my life and I got dogged the F out. So yeah, I'm in full Cali right now. Oh yes. Yes. I'm in Cali. So I guess what spirit wants me to get back is to the Shakti energy I was back in the day, <laughs> but don't get it twisted. Shakti is, um, Dimavati. Shakti is, um, Chinamasta, Shakti is Sundaris, Shakti is still all these energies, it's Kali, Durga, she's all these energies that will you up, see you forget that, but you don't want her to be that, so you make that the demon, but you have, that's all 36, 36, but we have to embody that, you won't see 36 when I say it, but you know, because after, after the editing will be something else, but I just, it's for me, I have to figure out who I am. I guess this episode was to explain to you what I've been going through. And I don't even know how I'm going to break this one up in shorts because I've been venting this whole time. I appreciate y'all listening. But that's what I'm going through right now. So keep me in your thoughts. Um, I need to do more spiritual work and more protective work. Because where I see everyone as source, I'm in the... Oh, I'm protected. You know, we're all working. We're out here working together. We're all here having a human experience. We all have our own thing. But, you know, source has adversaries and ancient haters. So I have to realize I have haters. <laughs> I have haters right now. I have haters from um, fake past friends who are sending evil upon me. And I don't believe in sending evil upon people. But I do know when I protect myself, 
their life goes to shit. So when I still have love for people and I don't want their life going to shit, I want them to prosper and just move on. Um, they're sending shit upon me. So I just see it as this. You're attacking yourself, source. You're attacking yourself because I'm not attacking you. I have a protection. I do work with ancient beings, not just angelics. And um, because again, we're all source. So you can transmute. Angels and demons are the same being, honey. Angels and demons are the same being. It's just they choose to do this and these angels choose to do that. And that's just the way it is. But as source, as an awakened being, knowing who your higher self is. And if you don't know, just ask. And normally the energy, it pops in your head. If you don't know who that energy is, look it up. Say what, that's how I found out who I was. Cause I didn't know who this person was sticking her tongue out me in the ceiling. You just ask and they, you'll find out. And you start researching your higher self. And then that's when you see, oh my God, we had the same qualities. We like the same things. Another thing that I, how I was from zero to 19, my, I was goth. I was very goth. I wore all black. I mean, not all the time, but that's where I tend to be. You know, I like black nail polish. I like black everything. I like crows. I like Halloween. I like black cats. I like scary movies. That's who I am. Dark, anything dark, loved it. Love it, yummy. Dark is yummy. Dark is lovely. So, dark is delicious. So, in more ways than one. So, yeah, um, owning that about myself, being told all my life, like, that's not Christian. Real Christians don't talk like that. Real Christians don't act like that. You're not being a good Christian, Crystal. Every Halloween, <laughs> I was a kid. You know what I wanted to be? And what I was every Halloween? A witch, not a princess. I was a ghost when I had a mask on. It always had to be something scary. Yeah. I was a Scorpio my whole life before I even knew what a fucking Scorpio was. When I looked up Scorpios, I was offended. I was like, I don't act like that. I mean, my sister pushed it on me. She was like, oh, you're such a Scorpio. And I'm like, what are you saying? You know, I didn't know what that shit was. So yeah, you know, I found out I was a Scorpio sun and rising in North Node and Uranus and then my moon and Mars is in Cancer in the eighth house. So yeah, I'm just that person. This is who I am and I need to accept it. You know, I'm not this fluffy light being. I'm just not. I'm not. But knowing that I'm a dark feminine for all you seers out there, you see my light, don't you? You see it. So you're just like, how? Because I'm not in a space in my heart where I... Yeah, I say I hate humans. It's not that I hate humans. I hate the ugliness of humans. I hate how we kill innocent things. I hate how we destroy the earth. I hate how we don't give a fuck about each other. I hate it. I'm a human. I'm in a very, I'm in a vessel. I'm a very fragile vessel. But like I said, the people I rock with, my ancestors and spirit guides are about that life, you know, and uh, they're very protective of me. And that's why I say I got to stay protected. I got to stay in my spiritual mindset. If I stay in a human too long, I become a victim. Like I said, I don't want to live in victim land. It's not a vibe. Not a vibe. It's not cool to live in victim land. But if I keep my energy tuned up, tuned up from the earth star to the soul star chakra, I got to stay tuned up and I'm not staying tuned up if I'm not doing my meditation. I'm not staying tuned up if I'm worried about my illness. I'm not tuned up if I'm worried about my complexion or I'm not taking care of my health 
or I'm not making the, my doctor appointments or I'm not going to my dentist appointments and, you know, start losing more back teeth because Crohn's is literally attacking that now. Like it's insane. Yes, I've lost an eyebrush. But that's the thing. It's just things that come with this disease. I know people with Crohn's who've lost all their teeth. So I'm blessed. Like I'm, I'm very blessed. I mean, I basically need braces again. Like what? It's like I'm freaking 14. Like I'm going through all this. <laughs> but it's fine. I'll do what they need me to do. We'll talk about stress next time. Sorry about this, guys. I was, I guess I just needed to talk to my besties. I needed to talk to my mystics and let them know, no, I have not been okay. I've not been okay. It's like when you have a lot of subscribers or followers and you feel like you're not measuring up to what they think you are. I, I can't come on here fake. So maybe if you don't mind that I can't come on here and I, and I see how they make fun of people who are depressed. I see how they make fun of people who cry on the camera and they go, oh, you're doing it for fucking attention. It's the trolls for me. Like I don't have a team of people watching my comments. It's just me because like, I have a full time job. I'm tired. You know, it's a lot for me to do this. And I don't have time to sit there and block comments, be my own moderator and just, it's a lot of people. So yeah, I have my Instagram to where only my followers can comment. And I know that pisses people off, but if you have to follow me to go off on me, I'm calling in my soul tribe. I'm not calling in everybody. I'm calling in the higher selves of the people who said, let's wake up together. That's who I'm calling in. I'm calling in people that struggle and know what I'm going through. And I know what you're going through and we vibe and we both get it. Yeah. That's who I'm calling in. I mean, I still have religious people who love me and follow me. Um, I have lost friends who were, I've known my entire life and they hate me now because I'm not a Christian. Like I constantly got to remind religious people who come for me. Oh no, I do believe in God, goddess, the most high creator. I do because without that source creator, that supreme consciousness, that spark, that zero point, the, the beginning and the end, the alpha and omega, we wouldn't be here. We wouldn't. You know, creation has a creator. And, you know, whether you see that as Gaia, Pachamama, Mother Earth, whether you see that as God or Yahuwah or Yeshua or Jesus or Yahweh or Brahma or Shiva or Shango, Obatala, Buddha. I mean, I can get going. Allah. L or Ma Oya Segment Shakti Kalima Aset Hecate Inana. If I mean it just depends, Asherah. It just depends on what you 
are working with and what you came to believe. If you came here to be born in religion and die in religion, which I have done several incarnations, then yeah, I thought I was going to do it this time. And my higher self, like, I bet you you don't. So here I am. And this is the most free I've ever been. You know, I, I've been very protected my entire life. I've went through a lot, but the stuff I went through, I'm surprised it didn't kill me. And it didn't because again, I've been protected. I feel like as long as I stay in tune with my higher self and not play human crystal only, um, because I did come here as crystal, you know, crystal is here to evolve and to learn and to ascend. But my soul essence of who I truly am is infinite as connected to source. And then that wisdom within me taught me even more than what these books taught me. So I said, all the wisdom you have, you can watch YouTube and do all the things. This is what I always tell my followers. The ancient wisdom you're seeking is already within you. All of your lives, all of your experiences. If this is your first time around on the planet as source, source has all this infinite knowledge from all the other experiences. We are all source. We are the universal mind. We are the universal consciousness. You have all of the information within you. They call it channeling. Channel yourself. If you listen to a channeler, Listen to your higher self. Listen to your intuition and feel it where they're like. Because that's what mine does. Mine goes. Sometimes if I hear a channeler and I don't really listen to a lot of them. Because again, everyone's truth is their truth. It may, not, it may not be your experience. That's their truth. But you can't put your truth on me and I can't put my truth on you. But I can tell you this. I get it. I get feeling judged and ridiculed and I get it. I get what you're going through. And that's why I'm here. I'm not here to act like I'm better than you. I'm here to tell you. You're not by yourself. Okay. I love you. Thank you for patiently waiting on me. And to the ones that unsubscribed and um, unfollowed me because I haven't been here to entertain you. I'm not here to entertain you. I am here to guide you. And humans, we're humans. You know, I'm a normal person. I'm getting hot, so I'm channeling. We all suffer and go through things. Please be, be kind and patient and understanding, okay? I love y'all so much. Remember, we are magic and what? We are one. I love you. Bye.